Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, today, I think we're going to uh, begin our show with uh, what seems to be the big story running around New York and to some extent the country. Probably a little more New York than the rest of the country, but I think probably uh, this this is um, indicative of pretty much a division in the United States about where the priorities lie. Does it lie with the victim or the criminal? So uh, the other day in New York, we had a uh, incident on the subway, unfortunately not uncommon with the dangerous subway system that we have now, uh, which the mayor seems to want to ignore, that it's dangerous. And a, uh, a perennial uh, subway criminal, uh, and a man who's mentally ill, it was uh, menacing people on the subway, and uh, he has a he has a history. His name is Jordan Neely. He has a history of some forty four arrests, uh, and some of them, and some of the more recent ones, for assaults and pretty dangerous assaults on the subway. And he was um, on a subway train, the F train. And he was uh, very loudly screaming and yelling and threatening people and throwing garbage at them and um, looking like he was about to assault them, I I would say. It would be the best way to describe it. And a good Samaritan named Daniel Penny, uh, uh, an active United States Marine, uh, a man who is a productive human being who has dedicated at least as part of his life to putting his life at risk to protect you as a Marine, intervened as the man, as I understand it, took his jacket off and started waving his fist, which would, uh, which, which would appear to me, if it were me, to be the prelude to him attacking someone. Now, you can either wait until he attacks that person and possibly kills him by smashing his skull against a a a, uh, a wall or or knocking him to the ground in a way that would kill him or or dangerously uh, assault him as he had done uh, uh, a while back with a 66 year old woman or a further while back and this man has come forward uh, with a Hispanic uh, male uh, who was in his 60s or 70s uh, or you could take action before the damage was done before the person were beaten, uh, knocked down, thrown on the subway steps, which we see in New York all the time now. And uh, the Marine, trained as he is to protect people, Daniel Penny came to his defense. This is what we worry about uh, and get annoyed about, people being beaten and people being uh, assaulted and people being raped. And people taking uh, uh, video of it, but not intervening and protecting life. Well, Daniel Penny intervened, grabbed him, and grabbed him by the neck, and had him in what is described as a chokehold. Now, that's a very, very technical definition as to exactly what is and what is not a chokehold, and it's a matter of inches as to where it's 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 applied. 
And he had him in the chokehold, and he held him there until the police came and he could be turned over. During that period of time, apparently, he, 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 he died. One of the, one of the uh, witnesses, Mr. Alvarez, uh, said at the time, and he was quoted in the newspapers as saying, it didn't look like he was dead. It didn't look to the uh, people observing from, from right, right nearby that he was dead. Well, it would seem like this is a pretty much pretty much a, a closed case. I mean, Penny wasn't acting for himself; he was acting to protect other people. The guy was a menace. I don't know if you've ever been on a subway when somebody is menacing people and uh, nobody's doing anything about it, and the guy uh, the guy uh, is uh, looks like a dangerous person, and it's a, it's it's extraordinarily frightening because you're locked in. And it uh, has to be that the people on the subway said, thank you for doing this, coming to our aid and coming to our defense. Somebody can, will step up and do something before somebody gets their head bashed in. And now the question is, and it's become a big one, I mean, they want, his, they want this guy's scalp. Uh, the governor of our state, who's a nitwit, a complete, absolute nitwit, I, nobody really has the guts to say that except, well, no, there are a couple others. This is a woman without much of a brain. She's got him convicted already. I mean, the guy, the guy uh, should, um, the guy should, um, you know, the guy should be prosecuted for this. Or this was a horrible thing that he did. Instead of like congratulating him for maybe intervening to help her, her, her citizens who. She is put in grave jeopardy because she can't do anything about Cuomo's law that has them all uh, being uh, victimized at rates that set records. I mean, she, he's, he's kind of doing the job that she should be doing, protecting the citizens of New York. She puts them at risk. And then, of course, we have AOC, who, I mean, do you realize that she's also stupid, among other things? Why, why don't people just, you know, she's a socialist, a communist, and whatever the hell else she is. She's a stupid Poorly educated dope. And here's what the dope had to say. This honestly feels like a new low, not being able to clearly condemn a public murder because the victim was of a social status some would deem too low to care about. What the hell is she talking about? Who doesn't care about him? The last sentence is especially rich from an administration trying to cut the very services that could have helped him. This is a criticism of the mayor who quite admirably said exactly what should be said. And you know I'm not an Adams fan, right? But I'm going to tell you I'm on his side here and I, I respect what he said because I understand the political pressures on him would be greater actually than the political pressures on me. I had no political pressures. I wasn't a Democrat. I didn't belong to that crazy political party. And so if I wanted to stand up for a person doing something like this, there was no counter pressure on me unless I wanted worried about what the Times would write, and I never did. I kind of worked for Ronald Reagan, and if the Times criticized me, I figured I was doing a good job. But, you know, Adams is in a different situation, and I, you have to realize the situation he's in. And he, he, uh, he basically said, calm down. He said really the right thing, which is, you know, per, a person's presumed innocent. So um, Mr. Penny has to be presumed innocent. He didn't say it this way, but I mean, the end result was the mayor said everybody should calm down 
and let uh, nature take its course, let the investigation go on, and then we can come to a judgment instead of rushing to judgment based on our prejudices. That's essentially what he said, and it was a very good, short, concise statement. And I appreciate the fact that he did it, and he may have prevented may have prevented a civil disturbance by doing that. Now, that's a real plus for Mayor Adams. And here's another one of Ocasio-Cortez's statements, uh, probably uh, designed to create a riot. Jordan Neely was murdered. But because Jordan was houseless and crying for food, I'm reading her tweet, houseless. Uh, but because uh, Jordan was houseless and crying for food in a time when the city is raising rents and stripping services to militarize itself, while many in power demonize the poor, the murderer gets protective, protected with passive headlines, no charges. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. Not it. You're disgusting. Because you have no affinity, no obligation, you feel, to the honest citizens, to the citizens who become victims of people like this. Now, he may be mentally ill, and I feel sorry for him, but I also feel sorry for the people he's beaten the hell out of. I feel sorry for them, too. It's not their fault that he's mentally ill. When you get, if your son is killed, it doesn't matter if the person is mentally ill or not. He's still dead and you don't have him forever. This is, I mean, this is crazy stuff. There's no question that Jordan Neely should have been in rehab, not on the street. But he wasn't in rehab. He was on the street. And uh, Mr. Penny didn't have the ability to do a psychological analysis as this guy was getting ready to do what he did several years ago to Philemon Castillo Baltazar, who came forward because in 2019 he was assaulted by this guy. And, uh, of course, he was let out. He was let out without any punishment of any kind, without being put in a mental facility. Out of nowhere, Mr. Baltazar said, he just punched me in the face on the subway. He's a Mexican immigrant who lives in Harlem. Kind of interesting on Cinco de Mayo, the guy who really comes to the defense of Mr. Penny is Mr. Baltazar from Mexico because he got the heck punched out of him by this guy for no reason. He would have liked to have had Mr. Penny around to stop this guy before he punched him out. And then uh, a lot of crimes in between. And then two years later, on November 12, 2021, Neely was arrested again on the subway. And this time he slugged a 67-year-old female in the face. He broke her nose. He fractured an orbital bone, her orbital bone. And she was knocked to the ground. And she had uh, painful head injuries. He pleaded guilty to felony assault. He received 15 months, but in an alternative to incarceration program. And then, of course, 
The warrant was issued on February 23rd when he skipped compliance. Nothing was done about the warrant because we have a useless system in this city because we don't know what we're doing. And this guy was available to cause this problem on the subway. And people had called 911, by by the way, uh, during this confrontation asking for help. Well, 911 can't help when the subway doors are locked. Mr. Penny sufficed to protect them. And in the course of that, unfortunately, Mr. Neely lost his life. But in the allocation of uh, whose rights come first and who has to get priority, the innocent people on that subway train come before Mr. Neely. Mr. Penny comes before Mr. Neely because he was acting as a good Samaritan to help others. And Mr. Neely, it's unfortunate, was not served correctly by a system in this city that does not, that, that does not deal with the mentally ill well. And one of the reasons for it is the left wing. The minute Adams suggested we should have some a form of uh, involuntary uh, incarceration, in other words, where the person themselves isn't seeking it, uh, the left wing go all, all over him. So you get a phony like AOC who says, the city should do more for these people. Well, the more is they got to be put in confinement against their will because they're crazy. And they're not going to agree. You got people out on the street that 20 years ago were uh, filling up uh, the Goldwater mental facility that you can pass anytime you want uh, on going to the uh, LaGuardia Airport or going out to Long Island. See how big it is. Take a look at how many, how many rooms aren't filled. That's about the number of people running around the city that want to bat you in the head, kill you, rape you, attack you because they're mentally ill. Going to help you very much if they're mentally ill. They got to be inside that place until they're able to be outside and be, and you're safe. You come first, not them. They come second or third. They come somewhere, but they don't come first. The innocent people come first. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with um, with uh, a comment on uh, this ridiculous case on the subway. Here's another thing that w- worries me about this: uh, it's hard, it's hard to get people to step up and help in a situation like this. It's always been that way. You can go back way, way back, and many people remember the Kitty Genovese case, which I think was in the '60s. It may have been in the '70s. I don't remember, but it was. Um, I was kind of young then, even. And I was shocked that nobody came to her defense. I mean, she was she was being attacked in a in a uh, in an alley, like in an alleyway in Queens, in a nice neighborhood in Queens. And there were a lot of people that hurt her, and nobody came to her defense. And it was like to me, being having been brought up in an Italian American family with a father who was a boxer and used to come to the aid of everyone and taught me to do it. It was like uh, it was like. Uh, Shocking that nobody came. It was like a city of cowards. Uh, 
So to see this guy do, and then we've had a couple of those situations recently where, and now we get this, we get this situation where people take, instead of helping, they take videos. I mean, the videos are fine, but all you're doing is watching somebody get killed. I mean, how about we stop them from getting killed? Then we'll take a video after we do that. Why don't you take the phone, hit him in the head with the phone? I mean, do something. The guy did something. And you get, now you're going you're gonna to investigate him? We're going to do a brag on him? I mean, we're going we're gonna to brag him? <laughs> and, and do what we did to the, Mr. Alba, who had to run back to the Dominican Republic because he's safer there? I mean, there would be nobody left in this city. You can't, you, 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 you can't even hope that if you're being attacked on the subway that somebody will come to your defense because if they do, they'll go to jail. And, uh, and AOC and Sharpton and, uh, and our idiot nitwit governor will attack you. Let's listen to our idiot nitwit governor's take on this. This I is Governor Hochul. Hochul Pokel. I do want to acknowledge how horrific it was to view a video of Jordan Neely being killed uh, for being a passenger on our subway trains. And so our hearts go out to his families. I'm really pleased that the district attorney is looking into this matter. As I said, there had to be consequences. And so we'll see how this unfolds. But uh, his family deserves justice. You think maybe she should resign for that comment? I mean, that first of all, he wasn't just a passenger. Nitwit. He wasn't just a passenger. He was terrorizing your citizens, the ones that you don't serve. We'll be back in a few minutes in this crazy world that we live in. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani show. A piece of good news for the people of St. Louis, Missouri, and the people of the United States. One of Soros's first planted prosecutors, one of the first prosecutor's offices that he bought for millions to put in a uh, lawless, uh, criminal loving, uh, uh, poor excuse for a prosecutor who had turned around St. Louis into one of the most dangerous cities in the country was Kim Gardner. Uh, she's also uh, been involved in all kinds of uh, uh, situations, including one of the cases she made, the FBI agent who did it with her has been prosecuted and convicted. And, and she's got loads of problems, uh, just like all the rest of them that he's put, put there. And uh, the Republican Attorney General Andrew Bailey had filed the suit seeking to remove her, really for, for a case in which she let a guy out who uh, had been uh, convicted of, uh, of uh, uh, some form of drunk driving or and then immediately uh, smashed somebody else up and uh, critically injured a teenage volleyball player. So she was going to be removed, so she resigned. Good riddance to Kim Gardner. Let's hope that St. Louis now really hires a prosecutor who protects the people of St. Louis and not releases the criminals to the streets so that St. Louis, uh, you know, can stop being one of the most dangerous cities in the country. And I don't know. I hope you people of St. Louis realize the good break you got with this uh, terrible, terrible prosecutor or whatever you want to call her 
criminal psych, uh, who knows what she is. Anybody that lets criminals go, who knows what they are. But good riddance, goodbye. I wish we could lose Bragg that way. It would help a lot. Bragg, why don't you do what she does? Just quit. Uh, the the ad for the Navy, the recruitment ad for the Navy, has to be one of the nuttiest things that I've ever seen. The, our Navy now has been uh, surpassed by the Chinese Navy. And we have our admiral saying that we don't have a plan. We don't have a plan to um, to to address that because we don't have a we don't we don't really have a budget. We have continuing resolutions, and therefore we can't do any long term planning so that in the near future we can re- restore ourselves as the as the prime naval power in the world. Do you realize how dangerous it is that China has passed our navy? Also, we're having incredible recruitment problems. And of course we are when you look at people like Miley and Biden and the people who make it sound like the the Navy is no longer about, you know, patrolling the seas to protect America, but sort of a social uh, 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 engineering organization that's going to have us figure out how do we best deal with transvestites, transgender uh, 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 lesbians, gays, um, uh, drug addicts, um, how are we all going to get along together? And we'll use the military as our, um, ex- uh, as our Petri dish for that. And that's exactly the impression you would get if you looked at this ad of this, uh, uh, well, I don't know what, what Harpy Daniels is. Uh, I think a man playing a woman, I think. Because uh, Harpy appears as a woman first first, and then appears as a man and as a man seems to be flirting with people, sort of this flirty attitude. And I don't exactly know what the military is trying to accomplish except scaring the hell out of anybody that's the kind of person that would fight for us. I don't know who, who would want to be part of this organization. And I don't think the Chinese Navy recruits with Harpy Daniels. I just have a feeling that they don't use Harpy Daniels, uh, who goes back and forth between being a man and a woman, to recruit uh, uh, sailors to the uh, Navy of the uh, um, People's Republic of China, Red Chinese. Doubt that the Russians do it either. Um, I don't know. I don't know how good a sailor Harpy Daniels would make. I think my Uncle Rudy, who was a... um, uh, a decorated, um, a, a decorated member of the Navy during the Second World War, and a decorated New York City police officer, having taken three people down from the top of Brooklyn Bridge at different times. I think my uncle is turning over in his grave right now, uh, watching that. He just had great love for the Navy. He served really very honorably and very bravely in the Navy and in the police department, and. Um, and also, my father, ex-father-in-law, was was served in the Navy. Andrew's Andrew's granddad, and he died just a few years ago. I, 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 I ah. you watch this thing; it, it turns your stomach. What's what's uh, it, it makes you say, "Who's going to defend us?" This is not a uh, a social uh, uh, experiment uh, uh, club. We're training people to kill to protect us, who can scare the living daylights out of the other side.
Just don't think Harpy Daniel scares the living daylights out of the Chinese. Scares the living daylights out of us. Wow. Well, tomorrow is the coronation. And people are wondering, you know, there's the one thing I have to disagree with uh, uh, a former President Trump about. President, pre- pre- President Trump uh, criticized Biden for not going. Biden shouldn't go. The president of the United States shouldn't go to the coronation of, of the king of England. We fought a war to get free of these characters. We're not going to go. I, I don't even know what Jill Biden is doing going there. I don't, I think any citizen, look, I'm a, I'm, I'm honorary knight. I have great respect for the UK and that sort of stuff. But, you know, on the other hand, I wouldn't criticize Biden for not going to this one. No American president has ever gone to the coronation of an English monarch, so I wouldn't start. I wouldn't start now. But we have Terrence, Terrence K. Williams with us. You all know Terrence. Everybody knows Terrence. He is a, a tremendous, tremendous comedian. One of the few that's actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> and not woke. <laughs> and not woke. And I mean, he, that's why you're funny. <laughs> you know, funny is like unusual. Right. No, you're not you know, allowed to be funny anymore. No, I know. But, but funny happens because you say something unusual. Yes. But you, you say all this. You know You know what really got me, Terrence? Those guys that do the night shows, you know, they've been terrible for years. Oh, terrible. But I'm surprised that they're wasting money on those shows. Now they can't appear without their writers? Because <laughs> <laughs> they have no talent. They have no talent. And I like what you said, that, com- that funny is unusual. And a lot of people on the left are very unusual. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but when you when you tell jokes, we laugh with you. Yes. When they appear, we laugh at them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they are unusual. Rudy, I, y'all, I am on the radio show, on Rudy's show, the greatest mayor in American history. I am so honored to be on this radio Well, you show. are so kind. You're really kind. I really enjoy you a lot. And I love comedy. I yes. really love comedy. We need it so badly. We got to laugh. We it's... need it so badly. Yes, we got to laugh through all the darkness. We got to laugh through all. I mean, sometimes it's hard to laugh because this country is just, this country is, is just going down the hill, man. This yeah. country is falling right now. Yeah. So yeah. we got to laugh. So how do you deal with it, Terrence? How do you, how do you keep up the, but how do you invent the jokes? I always I don't have to invent the jokes anymore. The liberals write the jokes for me. <laughs> they have made my job so easy, Rudy. You know what? It's, it's crazy because I don't really like these loony, these loony woke liberals. But then again, I really have to thank them the for, for the material. I don't know what I'm going to do if they all go away. Because I've been depending on them for so long because they write the jokes for me. <laughs> maybe they'll go, you know, maybe they'll go to an, like Epstein's Island and you can go like visit there and just watch them and come back with all the material. No, I'm not going on. <laughs> I'm, not going to, I, I, I'm not going to Epstein's Island. No. Rudy, I didn't say some crazy stuff about the Clintons. I'm not going to the Epstein Island. I might not even come back. They're going to get me over there. I've been going out there. Man, no. You going to go with me? I don't no, think no, so. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh-uh. So I ain't going. You ain't going, I ain't going. But, you know, sometimes I, I, sometimes I find myself laughing, and then I feel very guilty because, like, when um, – a couple of days ago when they asked uh, Biden 
Uh, where was the last place you went outside the United States? He just came back from Ireland, right? Yeah. Where's the last place you went? And he said, uh, uh. Well, here's uh. the deal. And then some kid, and then some kid yells out, some five year old kid yells, "You went to Ireland." <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing, and then I thought to myself, "This, if the president can't remember where he went, that's sad. We're in te- we're in terrible trouble. He does not know where he's at half the time." He don't know what day it is. He was in Ireland and thought he was still in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get how did you get into comedy? Well, so I started making videos back in 2016. Okay. And I made a video and this was before Trump was the president. This was this was before he was even the nominee. But I had made a video just talking about how much I love America. And a bunch of my friends, this is how the video started. A bunch of my friends were asking me they 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 created some move back to Africa group, and they invited me into this group. Move back to now, Africa. Now this was back in 2016. Oh. I said, "Hell no, I'm not <laughs> moving back to Africa. I ain't never been to Africa." I said, "Y'all lost y'all damn mind. Why do y'all want to move to Africa when they all moving here? That don't make no sense." And do y'all not know they got flaws out there that'll kill your ass? Uh-uh. American insurance ain't paying for that. I'm staying right here in this country because this is the greatest country. And people just love my sense of humor. I was being real. I was being sarcastic, but I was also being real mm-hmm. because I love this country. Were they serious? This is, they, they were serious. They were not joking. They were serious. They were they, not they joking. Want, they wanted to go back to Africa. They talking about black power. Black, but no, no, American power. I'm staying right over here. Okay. <laughs> Uh-uh, y'all go over there with Louis Farrakhan. I'm staying here in America, the greatest country in the world. And, you know, I made my video, and I was eating some food in the video. I was eating some chicken because I was on my lunch break. So I had to eat and do the video at the same time. But people thought I was hilarious, and also people loved the fact that I loved America and that, you know, I didn't blame. I wasn't pointing fingers at the white man, at the government. I wasn't pointing fingers, you know, like— at all i was like you know this is america and we all no one ever said that it would be easy in this country yeah. you just have to work hard yeah. you know yeah, yeah yeah you just have to work hard i come from foster care i bounced from foster house to foster house i lived in children's shelters and 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 i was i eventually was adopted uh in my teenage years and guess what i'm in the greatest country in the world so even though i went through foster care i was able to go to the white house to meet president donald donald j trump i'm here talking with rudy the greatest mayor in american <laughs> history do you hear me i'm with rudy giuliani the badass mayor come on he went after the monsters i feel safe with rudy <laughs> No, you really have it. You have your own perspective, which is also wonderful. Yes. You, which you've developed yourself. I have my own perspective. I have my own way of thinking. I don't let people think for me. That's the problem in America. So yes. many people. Yes, yes, yes. So many people depend on others to think for them. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. Yeah, I think that is so important because I think we end up with a big percentage of a brain brainwashed uh, Brainwash. You people. ask somebody, what? What do you think about uh, Donald Trump? One second. Let me go to CNN real quick. No. What do you think? Not what does CNN think. What do you think? What do you think about this country? Don't go to the news to figure out what you think. Come up. What do you think? Do your own research. Yeah. Watching the news is not research. No, you got to read. 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 Yeah. yeah. You got to read and dig into things. Dig into things. Yeah. And think for yourself. And I think once we start doing that. America so now how do people, how path. do people follow you? 
So people can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Truth Social, uh, YouTube, Instagram at Terrence, at Terrence K. Williams, mm-hmm. or go to my website, TerrenceKWilliams.com. Yes, so they can go there. And they can go to CousinTees.com and get my what? Cousin Tees pancakes. You know I sell pancakes. I did know that. I got a podcast what, coming what out, how, and how, I sell how, pancakes. Ch- ch- how do you get the pancakes? Go to CousinTees.com. CousinTees.com. I, I created Cousin Tees because they canceled Aunt Jamama. They took her face off the box. So Are you going to be the face now? So my face is on the box. <laughs> my face is on the box. But Rudy, I just got into my first retail chain this week. It's called Sedano's. They, it's out in South Florida. Are they going to try to find some way to ban they, you? They might try to find some way to ban me, but the pancakes are delicious, and they taste just like freedom. They taste just like freedom. They taste so good. And I got a podcast coming out, too, so y'all can eat my pancakes while you're listening to the Terrence K. Williams podcast. What was the whole thing with Aunt Jemima? What, why what, was that? A, was she some kind of a... She, what, well, she was a fictional creation, right? I think. I believe she was a real woman. Oh, she's a real the, woman? I think she was a real woman. It, Who made pancakes? There is a lot of stories about this. It's a lot of stories. bad about making pancakes? A, they were demeaning? offended because a black woman was on a pancake box. Rudy, people... You, Amer- can, make a, you can make millions with a pancake we box. We are in trouble. Americans were offended by a black woman on a pancake box. We are in trouble. Why? This country is in trouble. What's wrong with being on a pancake? I, I they mind. thought it was racist. They thought it was racist. Just eat the damn pancakes. If you paid me a royalty, I'd be on a pancake They thought box. it was racist. They didn't <laughs> like the fact that white people were making pancakes with a black woman on the box. She was evidently like, they thought it was like equivalent well, to her being a, a, her, it was like, well, it's like these white people, they, they love when black people cook for them because they're racist. Oh my God, so you get so yeah, complicated. I, I mean, oh, it's so complicated. You can get so complicated. Uh, uh, Rudy. Well, we got to take a break. Oh man. Terrence, we got to take a break. We loved having you. We're, we're going to do a, we're going to do a podcast together. Right? Yes, yes All we right. are. So you, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on when you can hear it. This guy's hilarious, isn't he? How refreshing. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts and words. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with you uh, with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Tunnels to Towers is the organization that cares for those who put their lives at risk to protect us. And in doing so, either incur horrible injuries or lose their lives. And Tunnels to Towers is there to pay off the mortgage on the home and also to build smart homes when necessary for those who, 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 who become catastrophically injured. You want to be part of that. Put in $11 a month at T2T.org, T, the number 2T.org, and you're going to just feel better about yourself. You sure are. Well, we're we're going to uh, uh, conclude with uh, some observations about what's going on in our society today. And I'm sorry I couldn't get to the questions. We'll we'll make up for it next week. And tonight I'll be on at 8 o'clock and you just go to Twitter or YouTube or Getter or Rumble or any of those things. And you'll have us for an hour and a half, an hour, an hour and a half, and you can call us. And uh, But what I, what, what I want to do is um, just 
reminds you of the seriousness of this situation. With crime uh, trending the way it is, up and bad, particularly in the Democrat cities with so-called regressive mayors, progressive, regressive, whatever the hell you want to call them, and, uh, and, and Soros DAs, one less in St. Louis, thank God. Uh, if, if people aren't going to step in and protect other people, uh, we're going to have a lot more, even a lot more murders and deaths and beatings and uh, people can't help each other anymore. What, what kind of society are we? What kind of cowardly gr- group of little measly nothings are we? I see these I see these stores that are looted and everybody's told not to do anything about it. How, how are we going to defend ourselves against China if that's the way we're bringing our kids up? You know, China wants to take over the world. That's not a joke. That's not a, 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 a I'm not making that up. You can go read it if you want the way you, the way Churchill used to tell people, go read Hitler and nobody would listen to him. Uh, or uh, or go read Stalin and nobody would listen to him. Hmm? Or go read go read ISIS and nobody would listen to them. This is real. They're not spending all this money on a navy so they can have yachts. They're spending this money on a navy so they can dominate the world. And with regard to the navy, they're winning. And boy, they must have, they must have felt really good when they saw Harpy Daniels recruiting for the United States Navy. I'm telling you, there's no Chinese equivalent of Harpy Daniels. The Chinese are serious about their military, unlike our military run by Miley, who should have been court-martialed when he said that he would warn the Chinese if Trump were to attack them. I mean, the the military defends this stuff. The upper echelons of the military defends this stuff. This has got to be changed quickly. I mean, who's going to defend us? Not Harpy Daniels. So, please, pay attention. Get involved. The 2024 election is not optional. It's mandatory. God bless America. God bless you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.